Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates, 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Yeah, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with Easy Peasy Loan Approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. Well, here we go, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J on this Wednesday morning, the 25th day of May, 2022. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yo. Big J, what do you know, my friend? Not much, man. Not much. Not much at all? Nope. Seems like it was a busy day for you yesterday afternoon. Agree or disagree? Yeah, it was. It was, but I mean, it was marred and destroyed and turned into an awful, terrible day. As uh, most things are. Uh, But yes, uh, yesterday, it's so hard to, you know, go out and try to do something that revolves around anything entertaining when something like yesterday happened, especially on a show that we, you know, cognitively try to, I guess, block those disasters from making its way onto the show just for a myriad of reasons that we have told you over the last 15 years, but sometimes it's just impossible for some of the awfulness that happens in the world to seep in to your mood, your work day, your, you know, just overall mental health. It's just not, it's not great and it's awful. And I don't have the words to say that you haven't heard a billion and a half times yeah. already, but I think I'm on the side of the, the kind of, I guess, words that is, you know, at what point do we decide to do something about it? You know, we can talk and we can say sorry and we can do all these kind of things. But, man, it's it's been 10 years since the last school tragedy like this. And there's been plenty in between, but nothing on that scale. And we are the exact same place, probably worse off than where we were 10 years ago. And none of that is okay. And we don't seem to do anything about it because, unfortunately arguments like the ones that we get into about this stuff have so much political power that the two political parties that have the power turn it into a talking point and a reason to get elected and stay in power as opposed to a reason to use their power for whatever kind of change can possibly actually affect what happens. Well, I think what you're trying to say is there's we're in a situation now where there's no way in hell uh, those two groups can come together to try to do something for the good. Yeah, everything turns uh, into an argument. So... Yes. You know, that's the part where you're just even more demoralized and just, what you know, I mean, that makes it even worse because, you know, there's no help on the forefront no. to fix this. It's, so. it's rinse, wash, repeat is, is what we find ourselves in. And unfortunately, there's too much money. There's too much stuff going on to make any of this change. And it, that's what makes me sad and depressed and all those kind of things. I mean, yes, you feel for the families involved. My God, I mean, I can't even fathom, you guys. I cannot no. fathom how you drop your kid off for school and then realize that you're never going to see that kid again. It's off. But 
We just have to do better. We have to. We have to demand better is what it ends up having to be. And whether, you know, you feel that way or you don't, we we are, you know, not here to try to enact any kind of policy. We're just here to give our opinions on stuff from time to time. And we try to keep this show as light and not as serious as possible. But when stuff like yesterday happens, it is impossibility to do something like that. It is. And so uh, we will try to have some sense of normalcy in this particular show, meaning uh, Big J watched Scream, which seems off-putting all of a sudden, uh, for the movie that he was selected to watch for Streaming Dumbass. We'll get a review for that. We'll have a chance for you to actually win some money with the X-Rock Double Dare today. We also have some more concert tickets for a week from today at the Star Set and Red show. So that's going to be part of the show today as well. Plus, we'll play music. Let's get started with some Weezer. It's undone here on the X Rocks. Nick and Big J. Yesterday, the Boise City Council said, yeah, sure, why not? We'll take $34 million from the federal government to grab some COVID 19 money to help out Boise families impacted by the pandemic. Uh, the $34 million was approved through American Rescue Plan. That will be used for affordable housing. Small business recovery, mental health care, food insecurity, parks, climate action roadmap as well. $12 million goes to affordable housing. Uh, That's going to create 250 units of housing for families that currently exist in homelessness. And 1,250 units for families earning 60% of the median income in the area. So low-cost housing is coming. The second $10 million is set aside for climate action. $2 million is approved to install smart lighting systems, security cameras, and defibrillators in Boise's parks. Child care workers and providers will receive $3.75 million in incentive pay to combat the affordable child care shortage. Small businesses can apply this summer or fall to receive funds from $2 million that will be set aside to support local companies. $1.5 million goes to food security and nonprofits in the area. And then the final $2 million will be spent to support mental health providers and programs for underserved and uninsured residents in the Boise area. Uh, mental health providers can apply this summer or fall to take part. So this is kind of going to roll out over the next six months or so where uh, you can apply for this particular money. And then the rest of the six months is distributing said money. But at least you know where it's going to go. So keep an eye on the Boise website as well as any kind of updates from the mayor to understand how you or your business can apply for some of these federal funds that are coming our way, according to the city council. Well, uh, the Warriors aren't going to sweep. It was another kind of one-sided game last night. Dallas jumped out to an early lead and hung on 1 by 10, 119 to 109. Probably the most exciting part of the game was there was a leak in the roof before the game. Luka Doncic led Dallas with 30 points, 14 rebounds. He's good. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith added 23. Uh, Golden State now up three games to one. Game five, Thursday night in California. Uh, Dallas would still look to make history if they can pull it off. Nobody's come back from 3-0 to win a series in the NBA playoffs. Mavs trying to become the first team to do so. Rangers beat the Hurricanes 4-1 on the ice last night. That series is knotted up at two apiece, and the Oilers over the Flames 5-3. Edmonton leads that series three games to one. Did you know when you had Chris Evans as the bearded badass that you were going to get a Gray Man trailer? Yeah. Uh, It was released yesterday, if you didn't know. Uh, Did you watch it? Yeah. Are you interested? Yeah. Love it. Uh, Anything you'd like to add? I mean, it looks great. I gotta read the book. Oh, you're not. Were you? Are you actually interested in the book? Well, yeah. Okay. Well, it's been out for a while. Okay. I didn't know anything. I didn't know it existed until 
this movie started to materialize. Did you uh, want to read it before you see the movie or wait until afterwards? Uh, I don't want to read it before. All right. Uh, Ryan Gosling is in it, so is Chris Evans. It's directed, of course, by uh, Marvel alums Anthony and Joe Russo. Uh, so there's big names. Netflix threw a ton of money behind it. It is. Uh, it surpasses Red Notice, Big J, as the most expensive Netflix movie ever made. So Netflix is pumping money into it, so you can expect it to pop up in your algorithm at least for the first three days and then disappear entirely. But... Yeah. Keep an eye out for it. Uh, you get the first trailer yesterday if you want to check it out and get a little sneak peek. Hell of a mustache. What it's about. Yes, it looks good. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Danny California here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. You can file this under things I did not know. For instance, uh, I'm sure you're aware, Big J, that in just a few months... We will celebrate our 15th anniversary on this very radio station. Yeah. Uh, doing a morning show. What I did not know is we are almost exactly as old as the website Pornhub, Big J. Did you know that? Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't know that. Uh, okay. But geez. Uh, I know. Uh, it's hard to believe that that website has been around as long as we have. But uh, what I also did not know is now there's a lot of places that you can turn to for. Uh, your fun, but that is one of the most visited websites in the world. I did not know that. I knew that it was among the most popular of which to get your internet pornography, but I wasn't aware that it is as popular as it is. It's the number eight most visited website on the planet Earth, which is pretty impressive when you stop and think about it, Big J. Now, it's behind Reddit, which comes in at number seven. That's the number seven most popular website on the planet. And, of course, Reddit is referenced on an almost nauseam basis, so you have an idea of how popular that is. But it comes in ahead of Walmart.com, Big J, which is number nine. Wow, that's crazy. So we are more into that than we are into savings. Now, of course, there are very large websites that are in front of it, like Facebook and, of course, Google uh, and uh, Amazon.com, all ahead of things like Pornhub. But the fact that it even cracks the top 10 is pretty impressive. And uh, I guess a statement to either our uh, pervasion or its longevity, one of the two. Maybe it's a mixture of both. Probably the name as well. Uh, sure. And, well, listen, let's be honest. I mean, that logo is also iconic at this point now, much like ours is Big Chip. If you see a, you can see like the. I think theirs is a little more <laughs> familiar. Probably, but they are, you know, a worldwide phenomenon. Us, uh, not necessarily in that same category. But uh, I guess they're celebrating all month long with a bunch of specials. So if you have been waiting for a while to get your porn discounted, apparently this is the month to take advantage. Uh, huh. I still, I guess, I still can't wrap my head around. I don't know if this is maybe the budget shopper in me, but I can't wrap my head around paying for pornography at this point. Uh, I, I don't, I don't understand how that becomes a thing. I'm happy that people are able to make a living doing it. I guess as long as they're in it for uh, the reasons that they want to be in it. But it does seem weird to me that you would volunteer X amount of dollars per month for the right to see stuff that is almost everywhere free. But well, maybe not all of it is free. Maybe it makes you feel less guilty. Could that be it, Big J? I'm sure there's a bunch of shame and guilt attached to visiting Pornhub.com on a regular basis. Is there? Uh, I would imagine. Why? Well, I mean, listen, man. I, I can't imagine everybody that, that goes there is looking up <laughs> the wholesome stuff that you like to visit. So there's maybe some guilt attached to that. 
there's also maybe somebody that feels guilty for whatever listen, reason. Listen, I would, l- let me tell you about guilt with pornography. Okay. okay. All right. How about being a Christian boy uh, at the age of tender age of 19, rolling on into video memories in the adult section, having to pick out uh, something to, to, to rent and then take home and watch. Okay. Yeah. And then seeing somebody else from your church. Okay, and then did not looking at each other and why that stuff all you can avoid thanks to the internet. Yeah. All right. So there is no guilt going to Pornhub.com like there would be going into video memories adult section. No, you're right. Uh, there certainly is a lot more anonymity. That involved I can in live it. with going to Pornhub.com. <laughs> yeah, nothing's gonna top you making eye contact with you. Was it your priest? No, not quite that high level. Okay, of- so are you sure. No. But awkward nonetheless. Just another uh, patrician or whatever yeah, they call him. Parishioner, I believe. Yeah. Uh, but it is certainly an awkward situation. And yes, the internet has made you avoid all of that. I'm just saying some people believe that uh, what they're doing isn't correct in some moral way or otherwise. And sometimes, you know, having some punishment attached to it, whether it's financial or another kind of punishment, makes them feel better about the transaction, question mark? So <laughs> yeah. there's that. But I'm just saying there's lots of options out there. And so happy birthday to Pornhub as well. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, Big J is going to let us know how the movie he watched yesterday was. The exciting conclusion of Streaming Dumbass next on the air. About 24 hours ago, you, the Collective X audience, selected a movie for Big J to watch and review for you. It was called Scream. It's available to watch on Paramount+. Plus. And I guess my first question, Big J, is how well-versed are you in the Scream-averse? Had you seen all four movies coming into today? Yes, yes. I dropped out at some point. I think I only watched Scream 1 and Scream 2 because the plot for Scream 3 didn't seem familiar, and I know I didn't watch the Save the Cheerleader one. Right. Was I missing anything? Uh, no, not re- I mean, it got real tired. Okay. I mean, it, it, it got real bad at the end, which is why it was a surprise that they were going to try to reignite this thing. 11 or, years later. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, and then we're going to try, maybe was it rebooted or uh, are they just, you know, they wanted to continue. And that's actually a kind of a theme here for this movie screen because it, it, it is sort of uh, that you've got a new breed, a group of kids in Woodsboro who are now under siege of uh, a, the ghost face killer. Okay. Right. And uh, then you've got what they like to point out, legacy characters, because these are, uh, you know, Gen Zers or millennial. I don't even know who they are anymore. Uh, but uh, they're obviously at odds with the older group of uh, folks who are, you got David Arquette coming back, Courtney Cox, and uh, Nev Campbell. So, uh, so they make an appearance 25 years later, and uh, it's an interesting uh, aspect to it uh, that you, but really, honestly, for me, as a, as a fan who loved the first Scream movie. Oh, it's great. Um, the, it, they tried real hard and it failed real miserably. Oh, no. I, I think, yeah, it was, it was just kind of corny and lame in what they ended up doing. And uh, I know there's some people out there I've talked to that really liked it, but I have no idea how this movie made $140 million. Um, and, you know, for, for whatever, you know, they, they lean on some things and it just doesn't seem to really work. And it just lame gags and at the end you know you could kind of just see what was how this is going to go down and it just it didn't to me feel right and so i watch it with my kid 
uh, Mason, who she loves horror movies. You know, she loves Scream as well. And I thought, well, maybe we get a different perspective for her, from her because she's a younger person. And so she knows some of these younger actors and actresses that are in this. I've uh, got uh, Mikey Madsen, Melissa Beria, and um, you've got uh, Jack Young, Jack Quaid. I like Jack Quaid. Yeah, he's in this. Jenna Ortega as well. So you've got a young group of people who um, are, are known to our younger uh, folks that that understand where they're coming from, right? I don't know who are these some of the shows that are are these kids have been uh, in, but my kid does, and she also felt it was pretty lame and not that great. So I feel like that was pretty good affirmation of how I was feeling about it. So you are is this does this mark your end of interest in the Screamiverse? Yeah, I don't know what they could do more. Well, other they're than, making a sequel to it. I know, and that's what surprises me, that they greenlit a sequel so soon. Uh, I mean, it didn't really make that much money. Maybe it was a big deal for Paramount+. Plus. I don't know, but uh, either way, I mean, if you love the movie Scream and you just want something new to watch, then yeah, it's, you, 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 it's still got some familiarity there, and uh, they, they bring back uh, some uh, Nick... Nick uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds uh-huh. read uh, that that song that uh, was famous in uh, this first Scream movie, uh, Red Right Hand. Th- that makes an appearance, which I thought was the coolest thing about the movie. <laughs> uh, so that's not a good thing. No, probably and, and not. And David Arquette was awesome, too. So, But other than that, I can't see uh, what a sequel would look like uh, unless they just continue to paradise themselves with their little stab movie that they keep talking about in, in the movies. Uh, so it sounds like to me, <clears throat> not only is it not Big J approved, it's Big J household disapproved, yes? Yeah. Nobody in the house liked the movie, and so uh, I guess you can say skip on screen. It's just called Scream, right? Yep. Uh, they just went back to the original. So you can pass on Scream, the new reboot. What Now, I guess it's not a reboot, right? It's more of a continuation of the cinema story. Well, I mean, you can get the cinematics here, but I feel reboot is you start over with a new cast Correct. and start over from the beginning. That's I feel not it. this. Okay. Yeah. So Scream is available on Paramount Plus, but Big J says not worth your time. Unapproved. Coming after with Nick and Big J. I'll start with the easier question first and then get to the hard one. Big J, when was the last time you paid for something in cash? Oh, man, I, I don't honestly remember. Okay, I thought that would be the easy one. Then maybe you'd be able to recall something that you paid for in cash, but nothing jumps to mind? I mean, it's been a long time. When was the last time, then, this is supposed to be the hard one, you wrote a check for something? Even um, longer? Or is it actually, have you done that more recently than you actually paid for something with cash? Probably more recently, but it was a one-off. Sure. Yeah, most checks yeah. are. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Uh, and so, you it know, doesn't happen very often. it kind of points to the reality of our society, which is most everything is done online. And in a lot of ways, shapes and forms, we use our phones to pay our bills these days. Uh, contactless payments, all sorts of different options are in there. But you might want to rethink that if you can't. Because according to a new university study, they found that people that use their phones and electronic payment methods way more likely to overspend than those that actually keep track of their money and pay with cash and actually, you know, have a checkbook and write things out. It's just a better way to balance your budget is what it boils down to because things are a lot more top of mind. You've got it in front of you. You're doing the math. You're understanding how much is in your account. And sometimes when you're just hitting that Apple Pay button as you drive through Starbucks, you don't realize that you just dropped $17 on coffee. You just thought you made a Starbucks trip, you know? Yeah. And that makes these things much more transactional and a little bit more less reality-based, I guess, is the point. Sure. 
They also coincidentally had higher scores for overspending behaviors, including struggles with money management, poor credit card behaviors. All these things are leading to poor spending habits because the money doesn't seem tangible to us, I guess, in other ways, too. You know what I mean? So it's almost like it's the government. It doesn't even, it's not even real. They just put out a number. Everything is in the ether is what it boils down to. And so it's made us, uh, I guess, a little bit more difficult for us to balance our funds and understand our budget and things like that. So keep that in mind. If you are having budgetary stress issues, if you're having trouble holding on to money or you need to be a little bit more careful with it, maybe going back the, to the traditional ways will help you understand it more, keep better track of it, and better balance your budget. Of course, it's a person-by-person basis, and not everybody needs it, but something to keep in mind. And does make sense to me, you know? It's one of those things where you, if you read into the details, you go, yeah, I suppose that checks out. It's a lot easier for me to spend $30 and by just clicking buy it now on a website than it is to, you know, take out $30 from ATM, go to a store, and actually purchase Or sign up for something you didn't know you were signing up for. <laughs> and then there's a monthly charge that you didn't know about that you now you have to explain to your wife. And then never going to be able to order anything online again. I'm doing that right now. I'm literally on a chat trying to get something fixed. I'm so screwed, Nick. What did you buy? I ordered some clothes from this place, and I, I guess I signed up for something. Uh, that, is this that the was... place that changes the stickers that you were upset with? Or is this a no, no, place? no, no, no. That, okay. That's done, uh, over and done with. No, this is, <laughs> I'm sure I, I did not read fine print, and the wife asked me, hey, what's this charge? And I'm like, I didn't order anything weird. And now I'm looking at this uh, particular site, and I'm like, there's a charge every month here. Oh, my God. You're caught up in the uh, Columbia House of Clothes. Yeah, but no, not even that. I, I don't know. Oh, my God. Is it an expensive charge every month? It, it depends on, you know, it's 15 bucks. Okay. But see, even that's something, here's the thing, when you're not balancing a checkbook and you don't look at that, you don't notice that sometimes because sure. I'm rich-ish. Of course. Yeah, you got big J money. And so, uh, yeah, I might, but still over a year, that adds up. Well, have you been getting stuff every month from them? No. What is going on? I get a magazine and I'm going to tell you right now, if I'm paying $14.95 for that catalog to come, boy, I'm going to be pretty pissed right now. So either you think that you signed up for something and you haven't been getting something uh, for a It's year? a member rewards program that I'm clearly not taking advantage of. <laughs> Read that fine print, everybody. It's another good lesson. Throw it into the mix here today. Mavericks are not going to get swept out of the playoffs. They beat the Golden State Warriors last night by 10, 119-109 to force a Game 5. Uh, Golden State still up 3-1. to one. Game 5 Thursday night in California. On the ice, the Rangers over the Hurricanes, 4-1. to one. Series is tied at two apiece. Oilers over the Flames, 5-3. to three. Edmonton leads that series three games to one. And we wish the best for Aerosmith frontman Steven Tyler, Big J. They have canceled, Aerosmith has, the first part of their residency that was supposed to take place in Las Vegas beginning this summer because he had a relapse and he has checked himself back into rehab. The band posted a statement on their Instagram that read, As many of you know, our beloved brother Steven has worked on his sobriety for many years after foot surgery to prepare for the stage and the necessity of pain management during the process. He relapsed and voluntarily entered a treatment program to concentrate on his health recovery. So the band wrapped up uh, and canceled their June and July dates in Vegas, and they said that they'll continue their 22 dates beginning in September, giving Stephen the chance to uh, get back on the wagon, as it will. So our best to him, and hopefully he gets it figured out, man. Uh, I tell you what, pain medicine, no joke. If you're going through surgery and you have, you know, a sobriety battle that you're dealing with, 
Uh, sometimes you don't have a whole lot of choices. It's that or live with pain. And unfortunately, that can lead to stuff like Steven's dealing with. So our best to him and his family. And hopefully he makes it through all right. The X-Rock Double Dare. Big J, that category is? The category is... Pound sand, muggles. It's Harry Potter trivia. Boy, you must have learned so much. Uh, I I can tell you this. I have no idea how easy or hard the questions are because all of them are difficult to me. So if you're a Harry Potter fan, some of these may be easy. Some of these may be difficult. But again, a subject that I know nothing about uh, made it seem like all of these questions were hard. But I really don't know the actual difficulty level you've watched the harry potter questions you rank the difficulty level are they easy or hard um yeah i think they're hard okay so they're hard so you better know your harry potter if you want to come in here with money i think the first one it would get me really Uh, yeah yeah totally uh even though it's multiple choice the, the multiple choices didn't ring a bell yeah yeah okay. but let's say i was forced to watch okay so it wasn't like something i was enjoying and trying to, to to retain information gotcha there's a lot more fans out there than we tend to realize Absolutely. and i think that maybe if you've seen the movies and you have them in your head then you may be doing okay but again i don't know big jason's are difficult i'll take his word for it i don't know any of them But how about we see what's going on before that into the TDS Fiber Traffic Center brought to you by Valley Regional Transit. Rocks. The time has come for somebody to hopefully win some cash in the X-Rock Double Dare. We have to play a little trivia contest. We have our caller X on the phone with us this morning. His name is Jason. Hey, Jason. Good morning, man. How are you? Good, man. How are yourself? We're not too bad, man. Would you consider yourself a Harry Potter fan or no? I've watched them. I like them, but I don't know how much I'll remember. All right. Uh, well, you, you are ahead of the game as far as I'm concerned. And, you know, normally I feel a little bit bad, Jason, because normally I can kind of say a little bit with confidence that the questions get harder as they go. Here, I while I have written the questions, I have no idea how difficult they actually are. He doesn't know what they mean. That's right. Uh, so it's, it's like writing trivia questions in a different language for me. So hopefully you do well. The idea is double or nothing all the way up to $200. You can stop any time, but if you do get a question wrong, you win nothing. You ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. How did Harry get the little lightning bolt scar on his head? Was he born with it? A failed murder attempt or someone cast a spell on him? Failed murder attempt. Right. Go. He remembers that one, Jason. You got $50 in your pocket. You can keep it and go home, or you can try for the $100 question. What would you like to do? Let's go for $100. What character tells Harry he's a wizard? Uh, it is Gandalf. No, not Gandalf. <laughs> Wrong movie. Wrong movie. That's okay. You know what? That's something I would have said, too. I would have gotten them both mixed up. Ah, that's wonderful. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's go with uh, Sirius Black. Sirius Black? That's uh, my cat. Wrong. Did your cat tell Harry he's a wizard? Nope. That's wrong, too. Uh, I am really, really sorry, Jason. What is the correct answer, Big J? Hagrid. Hagrid. Right. Is the character. You're a wizard, Harry. I remember that from the the trailer, but I didn't know the character's name. So uh, I'm sorry, Jason. That means you walk away cashless today, but that doesn't mean we like you any less. Uh, You do get another chance to keep playing. Uh, The 
Harry Potter trivia will keep going. Uh, that's happening with Jason Drew and with Adam at 12:30 and 5:30 today. And some of these questions, I'm guessing, are pretty difficult. So you're going to have to be a Harry Potter fan in order to pull this one off today. My apologies in advance. Yeah, you're going to have to be a Top Gun fan to pull out pop culture later. There you go. Big J is setting the stage. We will do some "We're Going to Hell" action. That's next on the X Rocks. <laughs> Oh man, we're going to hell. What the hell? The morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Headed across the pond to the UK for today's We're Going to Hell story. I'm not well versed on militaries across the world, but I'm guessing that uh, while they can be different in a lot of ways, the one ways where they're majority the same is if they assign you a task, they expect you to carry it out, correct? I would assume so, yes. And uh, that's where we're going, as there was an army base over there in the UK that was decided that, you know what, this particular class of soldiers did so well that it was time for an Oktoberfest celebration. You understand? Oh, yeah, man. So why not bring in some beverages and have the recruits have themselves a good time and just kind of enjoy it before they got back to work the next day? But they wanted to make sure they didn't over-enjoy it too much, and so... Uh, the sergeant master there, Michael Ransley, was tasked with keeping an eye on some of the recruits and the cadets and making sure they didn't get too hammered. You understand? Okay. Nobody wants a soldier that's just too hammered. So it was his job to make sure that there wasn't too much fun going on. Uh, when I say sergeant master Michael Ransley failed at his job, I mean it. First of all, uh, he, he apparently... About halfway through the party, decided that it was such a good time that he was going to start drinking. And then he drank to excess, Big J. So much so that uh, while he was on duty as the master in charge, he got drunk, passed out, and then, Big J, he crapped himself in front of God and everybody. So the officials there at the... With infant- pants on? <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, technically it was Oktoberfest, so he was wearing lederhosen, which is probably even messier and worse than what you think. The Infantry Battle School in Wales say Ransley was found uh, collapsed with a, quote, strong smell of vomit and feces. Earlier in the day, soldiers say he appeared drunk and had, quote, feces on his leg at his court-martial hearing. The panel heard that Ransley was the acting alcohol policy advisor for the party, and he was put in a position to be a deterrent against excessive drinking. But that didn't go as planned. He is a decorated veteran of the Army. He was the most senior officer at the party. But now, Big J, uh, because, again, they expect you to do your job. He has been demoted and court-martialed. He is now a warrant officer, Class 2. So he no longer has that sergeant master title because they don't like when you pass out and crap yourself at a party. Now, he may have still been setting an example, an example of what not to do, but uh, that didn't work at his court-martial trial. So... I'm not exactly sure. I've never also worn a later hosen, but I'm guessing it's probably worse than regular pants to go number two in. Now, why I'm, is that? Well, because of the tightness of them, essentially. Like the later hosen, I feel like you have to wear those high socks, and it may have a bit of a tightness to it, that a restriction to it that probably Are you taking off your pants completely when you go to the bathroom. Uh, what? Well, I mean, what does the ankles part have to do with it? Oh, I don't think he took his pants off at all when he went to the bathroom. No, I thought you just meant in general. I do mean in general. Like, I'm t- okay. they're saying it ran down his leg. I'm saying the tight socks. Yeah, how does stuff. that happen? I don't know. I mean, I guess if you soil yourself, it runs down your leg. Maybe, listen, Big J, I think you're uh, assuming that all of this came out solid. I don't think that's actually true. Uh, there seemed to be enough uh, liquor in his system that there was at least some liquidity to his 
Listen, any, well. anybody knows when you're wearing those, la- they gotta go. The layer hosing goes over the pants, so that thing can't happen. You don't. They, they don't wear them as pants. Like, isn't it just like the shorts and the suspenders and the the socks are the later hoses? Yeah, right? I, I, there might be several different ways to wear it. You're right. Could very well be. Uh, I know you've been drunk enough to vomit all over yourself. Ever drunk enough to actually go number two all over yourself? Oh, I'm sure. Uh, you don't remember? No, no. That's how drunk I was. Wow. Uh, well, you would think you would remember the aftermath. Nah. If that were the case, uh, then it could still be there, Big J. I, well, don't I wanna, can assure you, it's not. I don't want to worry you, but. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Now we got important stuff coming up here in a few minutes. You want to hold tight for that, plus your pop culture smackdown. Important stuff. Up Morning After with Nick and Big J. If we are being 100% honest, God, Big J, hope we are. I did not see this one coming. I thought this profession has gone the way of the dodo, but it has made an incredible comeback in the year 2022. That profession, the travel agent, Big J. Uh, you've gone all over God's green earth. Have you ever used a travel agent to book your stuff? No, and my wife would get upset if I brought that up. Right. Uh, it, it does make it hard to make changes and, and to fix problems down the road. If you don't have a travel agent, is what you're saying? Yeah, if you do. I see I've never used one. uh, A lot of times in the world of airline reservations and stuff, uh, when you call an airline to fix a reservation or to get a refund or something that you got through a travel agent, there's literally nothing they can do. You're kind of screwed. Yeah, I mean, something to keep in mind. But one of the reasons why it's come back is, one, well, more people are traveling now than they possibly can. But this is not something that went away because of the pandemic. The travel agent thing was down to an all-time low about five years ago. And in the last year, it is up 17,000 members, higher numbers than they had even 10 years ago of people using travel agents. The question becomes who's using it, and the answer is younger people. Uh, Gen Y, Gen Z are among those that are using this particular service the most. And the reason why, Big J, they don't want to plan out their stuff themselves. You understand? They want somebody else to do the planning for them. And that's exactly what travel agents do. They usually put together packages at resorts that include activities or things like that, that, you know, you can put on your calendar and do. And that way there's one less thing for you to have to worry about because you just know you have to be someplace at a certain time in order to do it. Uh, It's gotten so bad that some companies are turning away clients, new clients in any way. And of course, in the not too distant past, the travel agents were pretty much non-existent. But now they're very popular and very much in use. Now, I'm sure there are good stories and horror stories that go along with it. But if you find somebody that you like and they're doing stuff that, that you enjoy doing, why the hell not? I've just never used one so i don't understand i mean i understand what they're for and the benefits of it again it's mostly so that you don't have to do any of the work yourself but i really i feel like the travel agency stuff is for like destination things like you're going on cruises or something like that yeah where all that stuff is all tied up and once again but they're available for you so if you've always been interested in doing that kind of stuff just know it does cost a little bit more to work with a travel agent but sometimes you get a deal and a significant one on some of the packages they can offer you so there could be some budgetary savings in there as well. 
Mavericks beat the Warriors 119-109 last night in Game 4. That means they will not sweep the Mavericks. They are still down 3-1, to one, the Mavs are, but uh, they're not going to get swept out of the playoffs. Game 5 set for Thursday night as the Mavericks try to become the first ever NBA team to come back from a 3-0 deficit and win a series. NFL is looking at overhauling or even potentially scrapping the annual Pro Bowl in favor of a different player-centered event. That's according to the NFL Network. Apparently, the Pro Bowl has been viewed by many as the weakest all-star event of the major sports due to many players not participating and the lack of competitiveness due to injury concerns. The league has talked with both players and teams to try to come up with ways to improve the Pro Bowl, including not having tackling or whatever type of game is reimagined. Apparently, they want to figure out by this summer what they want to do. I'm not even sure it has to be a thing. Do you know what I'm saying, Big J? Yeah. I mean, it's it's not really – listen, it's not good football. It's not fun to watch. It's not overtly entertaining. It's just another excuse to get the C and D level stars of the league at this point after all the other you know real actual guys that deserve to be at the Pro Bowl and decide not to play because they don't want to get hurt, which is completely understandable. We're left with these also-rans that are out there every single year, and it's not a good competitive game because they can't be running at full speed or playing at full speed because nobody wants to get hurt. And so why do they even have a game? It's not well attended. That's the other part of it. It's not, I mean, there are ratings behind it, but it's not good ratings like for a regular NFL game. So the question becomes, what do they do? Would people watch like a Madden kind of tournament? Would people get into a virtual side of things? I don't know, but I don't think they need to have the game at all. Yeah, I think, well, one thing I think, though, that they always did that for the, made the Pro Bowl what, what fun and you wanted to go was all the other stuff that happens around it, right? Like what? Uh, just all the uh, the events and uh, the different, um, uh, you know, kind of like skills things that they do, right? That they used to do, the different throwing stuff and those sort of things. That I remember were that being a game. thing for a while, but that dried up pretty quick, too. Yeah. Because nobody ended up going anymore. Well, I think it's because they ended up moving it out of Hawaii. I think that was one of the one of the reasons why the players wanted to go. Now it's in like bleeping yeah. Orlando yeah, and who, who cares? Yeah, they can go to Orlando anytime. Right. They gotta take it back to the island. A free trip to Hawaii, I believe, is what lured a lot of the stars there at the original point. Yeah, so scrap the game and do a bunch of fan driven kind of things and things that virtually people can also take part in, and then you would have that happy medium. But you gotta do it after the Super Bowl. Yes. So that the, peop- the people who are the big stars in the, of that game can be there. I, th- I, I agree with that. But also, I mean, they're not coming anyway. I mean, it doesn't matter. I think if you involve a football game, there's, you're still not going to get the stars to play because there's no incentive no, to do so. No, scrap the game. But right. just do a lot of – I'm sure you can come up with some other cool stuff that, so. that we're going to watch. Because we'll watch anything, almost anything uh, the NFL has to offer up. Yes. I mean, we'll watch a stupid, you know, three rounds of the NFL draft on prime time. Well, listen, it's not like people aren't watching the Pro Bowl. They are watching it. It's just awful, and they yeah. know that it's bad. Yeah, so, you know what? How about something that's fun and entertaining that isn't also going to risk a stupid injury? Yeah, well, uh, I believe they're taking some ideas, so if you've got something that they want to pitch, All right, let's send get it to your together. buddy Rich Think Eisen. Uh, Vin Diesel posted a video to Instagram with the legendary Rita Moreno, Big J, announcing that Moreno would be playing his grandmother in the new Fast and Furious movie. Everybody seemed pretty happy to do this, but do you find it ironic, Big J, for a movie that centers so much around family, we keep finding new family members (laughs) pop up 11 movies later? You'd think if family was so important, they'd pop up in two or three. But no, sometimes it takes Jeez. 11 movies, I guess, to introduce the world to your grandmother. Take it easy. Well, I mean, he does talk about family a lot in the movies, doesn't he? 
Yeah. Isn't but they're, it? They're all family. I, I get it. You don't literally but, have to be family to be family. But these he, are literally his family. And yeah. now we're just meeting them, I guess. I also is my don't point. know who that lady is. You don't know who so. Raina, Rita Moreno is? Well, she's a legendary actress, Big J. You should probably look oh, it up. Oh, what movie? Uh, she was in West Side Story. That's what she, oh, the original one go. that got all the awards. But also she popped up in Oz. Did you ever watch Oz on HBO? Yeah, Fantastic you know I did. Fantastic in it. Uh, and so she will be coming to the Fast and Furious uh, universe. So get ready to see her on the big screen, I guess, Big J, for your first time. <laughs> with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and we've got a great prize package here for you. I guess it's prize. Uh, tickets to go see Star Set and Red. That show is happening next week at the Rev Center. So we'll get you set up with those here. If you can defeat Nick and Pop Culture Smackdown, very special edition, Top Gun. Uh, Pop Culture Smackdown as the sequel is, uh, you know, out there now, I guess. People have been seeing screenings of it. Already? Yes. Huh, Regal Cinema's been doing screenings of it uh, and uh, everything i've heard so far is is great i've heard great so. things too when are you going tomorrow night oh it's happening it's on the books yep very nice 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play pop culture smackdown top gun style today apparently let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant hello the x hey how's it going we're good buddy what's your name Mike. All right, Mike, you're first. What is Val Kilmer's character's call sign in the movie Top Gun? Uh, it is, uh... Wait a minute. I forget. <laughs> oh, no! Any guess? Yeah. Uh, it is... God, I forget. I'm out. Wrong. All right, man. Man's got to know its limitations. Still be my wingman anytime. Hello, the X. How's it going? Good. Did you hear Big J's question, or do you need it again? Uh, is it Iceman? Iceman is right. correct. Nice work. Nick, uh, what song did Goose and Maverick sing at the bar scene to help Maverick woo Charlie? Uh, you've lost that love and feeling. You've lost that love and feeling is correct. Right. Anthony Edwards, who starred as Goose in Top Gun, went on to star this hugely popular show on NBC about doctors and nurses. ER? ER right. Is correct. Um, Nick, which band wrote and performed the song You've Lost That Love and Feeling? Uh, it's in my head. I'm going to go with my first name that popped up, Righteous Brothers. No. No? No, not a bad guess, though. Not a bad guess. Do you know uh, they're on the phone, sir? Uh, not a clue. Berlin. No, they did not. Berlin performed Take My Breath Away. No, you need to fact check before you do You've lost that love and feeling. I 100% guarantee okay. you, you lost that love and feeling is not Berlin. Berlin is the band that performed Take My Breath Away on Top Gun. But uh, we didn't know the answer unless it's the Righteous Brothers, and then I'll be upset. But either way, we're going to give you the star set and red No, wait, tickets. you're right. You're right. <laughs> I know I'm right. Listen, that's not my fault. Wait a minute. You didn't I- say- I understand. Yes, it's my fault because I asked a question, but where I got the source material from was wrong. Uh, wait, so what is the right answer? The Righteous Brothers. Oh, okay. Right. Fine. I'll take it. Uh, either way, man, uh, we went through too much not to give you those tickets. That would be bad. So we're going to give you those Star Set and Red tickets for a week from today. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you. Make sure you're good to go. Where the hell are you getting your questions from, bro? 
That's a great question. Uh, but yes, no, Berlin did take my breath away. The one, I think they, did they I, the That's Oscar? probably where I got them mixed up. The soundtrack is a very yes. big deal for the Top Gun movie. Morning After, here, that poses the question. Do, does that song, You've Lost That Love and Feeling, pop up in the sequel? I hope opinion? not. Uh, does Meg Ryan pop up in the sequel, in your opinion? Mm, I don't know. I mean, the kid is going to be in there, so that would serve th- to be the I, mom. If I recall right, uh, neither Meg Ryan nor Kelly McGillis were asked to take part in this one. Well, that doesn't seem very nice. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's even worse to say, actually, now that you think about it. We're going to do some headlines. They're next to the x Rock. Oh, man. It's time for Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by T Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. If you want to get pre-approved for your next vehicle purchase, you should check out GoTeamMazda.com. Click the big blue eye pre-check button right there. It makes your next purchase super easy, and it's only from T Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Headlines are as follows. Cool points, but gross. Good luck, and take it easy. Take it easy. A Florida landscaper won't be mowing any lawns for a while after he was arrested because he blew up a customer's mailbox, Big J. 29-year-old Peter DeSook uh, has been a landscaper for a couple of years, and apparently he came through to try to collect a payment from a customer last Thursday evening. Even though the owner of the home told him he would not be around on Thursday and asked him to come on Friday instead, but... Peter showed up anyway on Thursday. The home mother's mother told him that he wasn't home. That's when he allegedly got angry, drove off in his SUV, returned minutes later with an explosive device that he dropped into the home's mailbox. Minutes later, the mailbox, boom, exploded, blew it to pieces, and even damaged a nearby street sign and sent some shrapnel flying 50 feet. Dangerous, Big J. Yeah, no kidding. The good news was nobody was hurt in the blast. But hey, listen, I don't care if you live in Florida or not. You can't just roll around blowing up people's mailboxes. So he was arrested because that's probably not good for him to have the understanding and knowledge to build stuff like that. And he, of course, is a convicted felon. So he'll be going away for a while. All because he didn't listen to instructions. Big J, just show up on Friday and collect your check, bro. Right? I mean, it's not like he was avoiding him. He told him he wouldn't be home and to come the next day. And he chose to show up anyway. And then he got mad about it. But he'll have plenty of time to think about that when he's in jail. Cool points, but gross or good luck? Good luck. Binge watching is a bad habit, Big J. We all have it. Uh, It could prevent thousands of people from developing heart disease if they stop doing it, at least according to the University of Cambridge. Scientists say that if you want to prevent heart disease, you got to cut down that TV time, bro. We're talking about less than an hour a day. They found adults who sat watching for longer were up to 16% more likely to be struck down with heart disease. Calculations showed that 1 in 10 cases can be prevented by people watching less TV, but you got to be able to break the screen addiction if you want to do that. They say that uh, the best way to do that, get up and move around between episodes, Big J. When you're done with the first episode of Hawaii Vivo, take a little walk around the house before you watch the next three. And then maybe that'll help. That's a good idea. They also said uh, you probably shouldn't eat and watch TV while you're at it because that just leads to inactivity. So if you're chomping down on the chips or eating some chocolate bars or something while you're watching TV, it's all going to lead to you having heart disease. So they've teamed up with the University of Hong Kong to try to get people to break the binge, as they call it. Do you think it'll work? No. Yeah, exactly. Don't tell us what to do. We'll die how we want to die. Wrap it up with cool points, but gross. I'm not sure how long it was before they replaced this baseball, but a Cincinnati Reds fan caught a foul ball on Monday in his beer 
The catch came in the third inning of the Reds game to the Cubs. Ball was hit by Cubs player Afenzo Rivas, and then it flew about three rows deep into the stands. Several fans tried to catch the ball, but they deflected it, and then, boop, it just landed right in the guy's beer. So he did, of course, the fan thing, which is raise the cup to the crowd and then just chug the beer with the ball still in it. And that got a lot of fans to cheer. They had a good time on the play-by-play broadcast of it. And uh, that's a spitball, they called it on the TV broadcast, Big J, so they brought the jokes. Uh, He says that he is proud that he was able to make everybody happy, but he said it was a bit gross. It tasted disgusting (laughs) when he chugged the beer. So, yeah, there was probably dirt and God knows what else on that baseball when he was chugging it. So, yeah, I can imagine it probably affected the taste a little bit. So you could do that at your own discretion if a beer falls in your cup next time around. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's all your headlines. You're up to date. Latest in the Black Keys, Wild Child here on the morning after with Nick and Big J, and we are here to help the people, Big J. How can we do that? Yeah, uh, fellas, uh, those of you dating out there, and uh, or at least trying to, especially using dating apps, uh, one in particular, uh, put a shirt on in your profile pic. Which one are they talking about? In particular, Tinder. So <laughs> okay. University of Colorado found that guys who post shirtless pics on their Tinder profiles are not getting the results they desire. Instead of being seen as hot and sexy they're viewed as promiscuous less competent and ultimately less desirable oh they're considered dumb if they have their shirt off yeah dummies i don't have to worry about that i guess that's good uh fantastic well now you know that's good hints to give the people uh i don't know i mean i guess uh that's part of it i'm not sure how many profile i know for a while they're like on social media it was a thing to have it like be your profile picture on twitter and stuff where you uh, you didn't have a shirt on, usually the mirror selfie, if yeah. you will. But apparently it doesn't have the success rate that you want. No. So apparently there's more to you than just the body, But I guys. wonder if you go the opposite way. If you're, It's not meant to be sexy, but realistic. Like the mean? dad bod. I see. So if Or you, me, if I were to have one of those, it'd just be shirtless. Like, so if you're morbidly obese, it's okay. But if you're in shape, it's considered uncool. I don't know. I, it's still, well, when you put it that way, you say those words, no, it's not okay. <laughs> But if you just say fat guy, it's cool. But when you put it in realistic health terms, I see. no, it's disgusting. When reality is injected, then suddenly it doesn't become as much fun. Yeah, way to burst that bubble. I got it. I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, I would I would say that, yes, probably the more clothes on everybody, uh, the better when it comes to that kind of stuff. I can't uh, I can't give advice anymore on this because I have no idea how this works. I know. Hard to believe that you were landing ladies when this whole thing first started. I would say just be, be you. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I mean, listen, uh, it's difficult enough to uh, sally forth through life and try to uh, meet somebody. If you decide to go to the app route, that's totally cool and fine. But, yeah, try to be genuine, at least in some way, shape, or form. If I were to envision, though, I mean, and me trying to be me back then, but on, you know, an app like Tinder, I would probably have a shirt off. I, I wonder, like, again, I don't know, but I feel like Tinder is not our age bracket, Big J. Well, yeah. not currently. No. But I was saying, like, if we go back I in, see. in time. In prime Big J days? Yeah. Okay. All right. You feel like you'd have a little bit of fun with it? Yeah. Do you feel like that I'd would be, be me? I would have been me, who I was. Do you think you'd be successful on an app like that? Sure. Why not? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I guess. I'm Nothing to stop me. Ain't that the truth? Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will do some bad impressions. That's coming up next on the X Rocks. <laughs> 
and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, and Bad Impressions brought to you by the Idaho Center pre-owned Superstore Treasure Valley Subaru. We have tickets to Star Set and Rad. Show's going to be great next week at the Rev Center, so uh, we'll get you set up with that. You just need to figure out Bad Impressions here today. Here's our phone number, 208-287-1003. If you'd like to go to the concert a week from today at the Rev Center, that's awesome. All you have to do is figure out what celebrity Big J's trying to be. He'll have three clues to try to point you in the right direction. If you're able to figure it out, then you have got a concert that you're going to on Wednesday of next week. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? Alan. All right, Alan. Here we go. I took late night host James Corden on a thrill ride in a jet that I was flying to promote my new movie. Uh, Tom Cruise. There you go. Bam! It's all it takes is one these days. Hang on one second, Alan. We'll hook you up with those uh, tickets to Star Set and Red at the Rev Center next week. But we're clues two and three. Not only is my huge blockbuster movie out this week, I also released a trailer for my next Mission Impossible movie, and I literally have a need for speed, uh, as uh, stated by ESPN, Nick, because, uh, you know, uh, there's going to be, I guess, a, a running scene. Top Gun Maverick, and those are things that have been uh, a staple in a Tom Cruise movie, him running. <laughs> and he runs, uh, he's just got a very distinctive running style. <laughs> and so, with the amount of running he's done, 44 of his 52 movies feature running scenes. ESPN decided to do uh, to ask a couple of experts if Cruise would be any good at running at track and field. And uh, Georgia track coach and four-time NCAA champion, uh, Carol Smith Gibbert watched every cruise movie run and says he has a good technique and would be great at the 800 meters or even a mile because she thinks he could sustain his top end speed. Oh, <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, Jackie Joyner Kersey and her husband, Ben Kersey, said they could make him even faster. Quote, I believe we could work with him, see what he's got. We could probably get him at 11 and a half in the 100 meters with ease. Uh, well, listen, don't put it out there because Tom seems to be the kind of guy that would take you up on that offer yeah no i'm sure technique he i wonder how long he studied his technique because it doesn't change in the movies that he's running it no no and and i'm guessing i'm trying to think of the first movie i saw tom cruise run in and i don't know i mean i know the style i can see it in my head of him running on screen but that none of those scenes that he's done really stick out to me oh man to me uh most of the mission impossible movies like the first one is just him running and he's got you know the tux on and he's running away, and there's an explosion in the background. I yeah, mean, it's just—I guess just I, don't, I don't picture that. His uh, his heart, hands and his arms are up high. Right. That I that I can like so, I can see him running and doing his thing. But like I said, there's no there's no like scene of it. And in that's particular. why like Mission Impossible Fallout is so good to me. Like the music that they had going with his running style, just it was uh, magical to me. So. <laughs> magical. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We'll wrap up the show here next on the X Rock. <laughs> Hey, it's X-Fest artist, Bad Wolves, everybody. If tomorrow never comes, wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J. Reminder, that's all going down on Sunday, the 21st of August, the Fort Idaho Center Amphitheater. Tickets are on sale now. Thank you, uh, first of all, to everybody that made it the best pre-sale ever for an X-Fest. That made us feel fantastic. And just know the tickets are on sale right now. If you want to see Papa Roach falling in reverse, Hollywood and the Dead, Bad Wolves, and more, 
You should grab your tickets while you can and get them while they're hot and enjoy them. They're on sale at cttouring.com as well as the front page of xrock.com. That's it for the show. Weren't able to knock out some Harry Potter trivia this morning for the X-Rock Double Dare, but maybe some money will be given away later today at 12.30 and 5.30 with Jason, Drew, and Adam. At least we certainly hope so. Uh, hopefully you're a Harry Potter fan because apparently they're difficult questions. Again, I'm not, and I wrote the questions, so I don't know what's hard and what's not, I guess is my point. And apparently difficult was the way to go. Uh, so there's that. Of course, uh, on top of that, we did, however, talk about making sure you do the only job that you're assigned to do so that you don't get court-martialed. And we even had a chance to give away some Star Set and Red tickets. Does leave you with the floor, Big J, please. Yeah, it is a crazy, crazy, dumb world we live in as uh, Seth Green is pleading for the return of a stolen uh, board ape NFT that he had planned on using in a animation TV show that he was going to make about NFTs, but he he got it stolen from him in a phishing scam, Nick. And uh, as of yet, uh, the folks who stole that uh, are saying, we're not going to give it back. What? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if this doesn't point out the ridiculousness of NFTs, I- I'm not sure what else possibly can. But a reminder that you don't actually own something proprietary uh, that's completely uh, and all over the Internet. Uh, but it, interesting that there was going to be a show made listen, about it. And if I understand this correctly, what's here saying is that the the uh, f- the image of the bored ape uh, uh, was stolen and then sold for two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> How is that okay? I don't like know. if you stole a painting from somebody and then went and sold it. That wouldn't be okay. No, no, it would uh, it would not. It would be considered fencing. Uh, and so I don't know what it makes this different or what makes that okay or what but yeah like something about the story it also makes like seth green now no longer the rightful owner of it and that doesn't make any sense to me either it's like what how what but uh again every it's the wild west on the internet man there ain't any rules i right when the nft started i was like oh we should probably make a morning after nft and then it was like well in order to do that you have to have um you know you gotta have a uh a wallet for crypto uh-huh. And I was like, okay, nah, I'm not doing that. I'm not opening up a morning after crypto wallet. And I appreciate you not doing that because it feels like the more I learn about this stuff, the dumber it feels. I like can't it even is. order from uh, a company uh, hundreds of miles away <laughs> without incurring a subscription fee of some you sort. You just signed up for some that crypto I, wallet I've re- been rewards program. For, by okay, the way. good. Yay. You're not in trouble? What a treat. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Beacon Plumbing. For tank and tankless water heaters, clogged drains, leaky faucets, toilets that aren't flushing, stop freaking call Beacon. Beacon Plumbing Heating and Mechanical, your trusted heating plumbing source online at beaconplumbing.com. That's it for us. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Jason Drew's coming up next. It's the X-Rocks. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, idahoadvocates.com.